Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Welcome to the Accidental Swingers podcast, episode 39. Episode 39. Look at us. I know. Getting episode 39 out in just a couple weeks after episode 38. That's pretty kick-ass for us. That is. Yeah. But there's really not much to talk about what has happened because there hasn't been much. Yeah, it's been such a short period of time. I did go to a very interesting women's weekend this weekend, but I think I'll wait and talk about that another time because it was really cool. It was it was kind of kinky, but it was for women. But it wasn't like a girl-on-girl thing. So everybody get out. Don't worry about it. Don't get all excited. I know. As soon as I heard that this was on your calendar, <laughs> I got really excited. We did not sit around all weekend and have naked pillow fights and eat food off of each other and stuff like that. that but you did in my mind. Yeah, oh, well, then. In, all weekend oh, long. How was yeah. it then? Well, I watched a lot of football, but but I also. <laughs> no, had, I meant how was my weekend then in your mind? No, it was it was amazing. <laughs> did I have a great time? You did. And I did <laughs> in between watching football. Oh, did you? <laughs> As you were daydreaming? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Yeah, so, well, that's okay. That's good. And we have other things. That's right. We're going to go to Podbash at Secrets. Yes, we are. Right here. Basically, it's in Orlando. It's actually Kissimmee, but it's Orlando. It's two hours, so close enough. And that's coming up in a month. Yeah, exactly. That's October 13th through 16th, and we can't wait. Yeah. We went last year and had a great time. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very much looking forward to that. And that's organized by uh, the Front Porch Swingers. So if you go to Ryan and Brenda's website or to the directly to the Podbash event website, you can get all the information about that. It's podbashevent.com. Yes. Go on their website and check it out because we've added actual content creators Mm -hmm. also, not just podcasters, but like only fans folks and some of the other lifestyle content creators Mm -hmm. 
are also coming and going to be there as well. Yeah, it's going to be meet. an amazing mix and of then us content as, creators. And then us as Swinky Life, all four of us. Yeah. And we're going to be doing our rope demos and talking to people about rope and any other swinky things that you want to talk about because that's what we do. That's what we do. So it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I can't wait. I think we're getting there on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be Thursday. Yeah, we're getting there Thursday. So we're there Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm staying the entire weekend this mm-hmm. time. Should be fun. Yep, I can't wait. Yes. Last we heard, there were only like a half a dozen rooms left on property for the weekend. However, you do not have to stay on property just to come to the parties. You can come anytime. You just buy your day pass. And there is a quality inn that's about, it's literally like two blocks away. It is walkable. Last year, that's where we stayed. It's basically right next door. And there's a couple other hotel options as well. So mm-hmm. you do not have to stay on property if you don't want to. But if you do stay on property, if you go online and you get a room, make sure that you put in the code PODBASH so that we know that that you are part of the trip, that we know that you are podcast listeners. It doesn't get you a discount or anything, but we have goodie bags for everybody and we have some treats. And so if you're staying on property, make sure that you enter in that code so that we know that you're part of the Pod Bash group. And then also even better, if you can actually message either me or Tristan on our Instagram accounts um, and let us know, or you can even message in our SDC group and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Tristan reads all of our messages there, but uh, let us know so that we can make sure that we have you on our list because we have a second little something special for you. And you don't have to be staying at the hotel for that. If you're coming, just if you're coming, let us know that you're going to be there because we need to know how many of the extra little goodies to bring for people. So mm-hmm. let us know and we can't wait to see everybody there. Yeah, That'll be fun. It's going to be a ton of fun. I can't yeah. Wait. And after we just had our conversation about secrets in episode 38 mm-hmm. about how it was for us back in 2019 and now we get to go back again and it'll be even better than it was when we went last year. Yep. So that'll be fun. So come and check it out for yourselves. Join us. Absolutely. So what are we talking about today, babe? We are going back in time yet again. <laughs> We live back in time. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we will for the next, you know, several episodes. So we're going back again to the spring of 2019. Mm -hmm. And this was a really, I was going to say this was a really exciting, well, they were all really exciting periods for us. (laughs) There was a lot going on. You know, we're going to have some repeat visitors in this episode, some single guys that we've had MFMs with or that Marina had single dates with in the past. And she's going to make a return trip to Virginia. Mm. Yeah. There's just a lot of really, really sexy stuff in this episode. Well, let's start talking about it. Let's start talking about (laughs) it. Let's just start. Let's just dive right in. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you'll remember. I know you remember Louis from episode 28. I do remember. How did he get his nickname, Louis? Um, he has been gifted a very large penis. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were talking about what to name him, his dick is pretty big and thick. And it was like a baseball bat. So we called him Louie for Louisville Slugger. Yep. That's pretty apt. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think we talked about in episode 28 how that was to that date one of the best MFMs that we had had. Right. And so this was a return trip. Yes, yeah. it was. And how did that go for you, babe? Oh, I really <laughs> enjoyed our dates with him. <laughs> it was great. So this was just our second date with him. And we both went over. And luckily, he is a single guy that's able to host, has a nice house. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing is when we're starting to have sex with somebody, when I'm starting to have sex with a gentleman, I tend to go down on them. 
And my plan was because he's so big, if he's hard, I can't even get him very far in my mouth at all. So I wanted to try and get to him before he got hard so that I could get him in my mouth and then he could start getting his heart on. But I don't think I, I don't think this, this time I was able to do that. It was challenging. It was challenging. He was already hard when we mm. made, by the time we made it to the bedroom, but it was really hot. Yeah. No, absolutely. And you sat and watched. I watched for a while. Right. Yeah. You sat in the corner. Yeah. So let's recreate the scene. So what happened? We don't, we actually don't have audio about this. A couple of these, the audio was bad. You can't hear it. And so it's, I couldn't even salvage it. We're just going to have to talk through it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you see. Well, I came from my office. And I met you at his house mm-hmm. and we got there about the same time. So you were still dressed <laughs> when I got there. And the three of us just hung out and talked for a little bit. It had been a few weeks since we had seen him. And he's a super nice guy and very interesting guy. And he has an interesting profession. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about that a little bit, the, the kind of casual chit chat type stuff until it started turning sexy. And this was an evening. We didn't go out to dinner or anything like that. We were just going to have a play date. And then you and I were going to leave and go to dinner and stuff. And so this was. Yeah, you came directly yeah, from work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so when things started turning sexy, we went back to the bedroom. We all got naked and you started going down on him and I kind of sat off to the side. He has a chair mm-hmm. in the room that I could sit on and he went down on you. You guys took turns going down on each other and then you started fucking you yeah. and that went on for quite a while. What I loved about being with him was he liked to move me around a lot and was really great <laughs> at finding really good positions for me and I would come with him very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean, sometimes I've had the pleasure of being with other men that are also very large and I don't come like that. It does, it's not, it, I don't know. It was just something about the way he was built and the way that we fucked that I just came all the time. Yeah. And just like in the first time that we had the MFM with him a few weeks prior, he would get you just to the right point and then pull out and then you would just squirt everywhere. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I can do that too now after you know years of this. And, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he picked up on it right away. Yeah, that's right. And how to get you just to the right spot and then pull out just the right way and you would just come everywhere. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm not a guy. Uh-huh. So I don't know that that's yeah. how that works. <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> And it's, what's really impressive is that he was doing this with a condom on. I can do it with you and with Crimson without a condom on, mm-hmm. but it's really difficult to feel that. When- the woman is getting yes. ready to go. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very difficult to feel. So that made it all the more impressive hmm. that he was able to do this with you really from the beginning. This was only the second date, but he was, he was able to do this with you on the first date and right. condom. So it was very impressive. We had pretty instant chemistry. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. I think it also. did. Yeah. yeah. It I mean, we, yeah, difference. there was no nervousness at all with seeing him the second time. It was just yeah it was great chemistry we had messaged back and forth quite a bit during the week so i think that helped yeah because yeah there was just there was no nerves it was just we were having another date mm-hmm. another date night yeah it was great yeah it was so then we went down on each other and this was saying so he was fucking me and he has some of the other gentlemen i think he was the first one i actually figured it out on <laughs> why why in the world do you have this huge mirror <laughs> at the foot of your bed that's not hanging on the wall? It's a huge mirror. Yeah. It's like probably four feet by three feet. I mean, this thing is huge. Framed mirror. And I never really thought about it until we were fucking. He had turned me around. He's fucking me doggy style. And my face was at the end of the bed. And I looked up 
and I saw myself and I saw him fucking me and I'm like, that was ah, hot as why. shit. Yeah. Yes, that is hot <laughs> as shit. And so I'm like, is that why this mirror is here? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's actually pretty, pretty fucking smart. It was hot. I could, so yeah. I could then watch him mm-hmm. and I love making eye contact when I'm fucking. And sometimes I forget, but when I look up or I open my eyes and to be able to open my eyes, knowing that he's behind me, it caught me off guard. But then it was like, I couldn't keep my eyes off of that. We haven't, we haven't tried that. I mean, we've done it before when there's hotels and stuff or we stayed at other places. We should put a mirror yeah, we should. our bed. But we usually, when we fuck that way, I'm facing the front. Yeah. We'll have to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple solution. I know, right? <laughs> Anyways, that I just found that hilarious. Now I see the mirrors mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. Wherever we go out with any of these lovely gentlemen, they all tend to have mirrors, but I had never thought about it before, and I don't think I'd ever put it together before. But that was really, really fucking hot as shit. And I think that my recollection, and you correct me if I'm wrong, so you talked about the fact that when we were having sex and I was coming everywhere, I think I like totally soaked out. Soaked. Again, yeah. Yeah. Because the first time, yeah, like a couple weeks prior, yeah, you completely soaked his bed. Yeah. And same thing. So I don't know if he was prepared this time with... <laughs> I think he had put under pad. I think yeah. Yeah. I think he had put like a mattress pad thing on still, and then but I still soaked through the comforter. Yeah, yeah, it was just steady nonstop for you. And for someone who was not a squirter, only every once in a while Mm -hmm. before we went to the lifestyle, I would squirt, and I was I've probably talked about it before, but I wasn't really sure what that was, especially when I was first starting to have sex, and so I thought it was bad because I thought it was pee. Mm-hmm. Because that's you don't know it doesn't feel the same, but you, what else comes out right, of your right. vagina? I mean, what comes from that area is just pee. So being with men that can make my body do that, like that, on command, like that, and then just nonstop, it doesn't happen very often that it happens with that intensity mm-hmm. and that frequency. But yeah, and I guess like I said, with him, he's just so large, but he hits me in the right places in the right spots, and it's just oh my god, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. So you were sitting and watching, mm-hmm. and um, what were you thinking while you were oh, watching it, this I, uh, I, happening? I, I, My I love, poor wife. I know. She I must love. Be so thirsty. <laughs> yeah. We always make sure that you're hydrated for these dates. <laughs> now we do. Yeah. I don't think we have worried about it before, but now. Oh yeah. Now, um, yeah. I'll send you messages in the middle of the day. You need to hydrate. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I appreciate it because I'm very bad about that, <laughs> and I'll be like, ah, shit, I'm three glasses behind on water today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I actually enjoy being quite hydrated and squirting now when we go on dates, if it's a gentleman that appreciates that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, it was, it was a great date and I thoroughly enjoyed watching and hearing and, and I, like I often do, I went out to the next room just to listen. Then I came back in. Oh, really? Oh yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I typically do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're busy, so. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. So you snuck out? I didn't sneak. I just got up, walked out Uh and just went in the other room to listen. And I came back in. So what's different when you're out there? That's a really good question. I guess in some ways it's a sensory deprivation because I can't see Mm-hmm. And I'm only using, so I'm, I'm eliminating a sense in a very important sense. And so I'm relying on hearing. Yeah. I guess I, I really haven't thought about it before. Yeah. But you're right. You do it. Yeah. You do it often. Oh yeah. No, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And like when we travel with Crimson and Phoenix and you guys are in the next room and, and Crimson and I are in one room and you're in the next room and I can hear you through the hotel room wall. I love that. <laughs> And sometimes the two of us will we'll just sit there and listen because she likes that too. I know when we get rooms, we try and always get rooms that are to get you know side by side, mm-hmm. and it's particularly nice when the headboards actually yeah, yeah. are on the same wall, right? 
<laughs> versus across the room. Yeah. So you like that. Do you picture what's going on or you just no. stop and you just listen yeah, I just, to I just me? Enjoy, I just listen. Are you listening to him at all? No. Really? I'm not interested. So you're it's just, just you're it's just, all about you. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless who the man is, you know, whether it's Phoenix or Louie or whomever. Uh-huh. No, I'm just I'm laser focused on you. <laughs> Can you tell when they hit a good spot? Oh yeah. <laughs> I never thought about asking you about this before, so this this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you like when you go off and sit? Anything else different? No, that's the main thing. Mm. I just get I, I like to hear. I like to listen. And then I'll come back in and watch more. Mm-hmm. And in this case, when he finished with you, then it was my turn. Yeah, he came. Yeah. Yeah. And this was one of the rare instances where I really didn't participate until he was done. Right. Because you like to have two men at once. So typically. Um, what girl doesn't? Well. I mean, what girl who is accustomed <laughs> or, to having yeah. more than one man doesn't like more than one man. Yeah. I can't answer for all the vanilla women because, but I let me tell you, ladies, it's really fun. <laughs> It's really awesome. And you get to be the queen of the show. You get to be the star. Yeah. It's all about you. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why, but that's why I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the few instances where I didn't participate right away. And I did kind of hang back and watch and listen. So as soon as he was done, then I came in and had my turn. And I, we fucked for a while. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And this is what's nice because I let him do a lot of the work. And so by the time <laughs> it was my turn, you were engorged and ready to go. And it didn't take a whole lot of effort on my part. <laughs> so, so he did all the heavy lifting yeah, for exactly, you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was able to come in and, you know, you were ready to go. And I was able to hit your spots oh, yeah. immediately. And as I was talking about earlier, I, you know, I could feel when you swell up on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I knew exactly when to pull out. And then I take my cock and I hit your clit with it. And you spurred everywhere so it's really not my fault that his bed got sopping wet it's no both, it's it, both it, y'all's fault it was mostly his fault mostly he, his he got it started <laughs> i just i just brought it home <laughs> yeah but i do love that yeah i love it because it's done right i love it the way that you do that mm-hmm. and then and i think he was the same way too pull it out i come i guess he pull it out but then that instant of going right back in mm-hmm like almost mid orgasm come back in and it's like (gasps) it's breath it just takes my breath away yeah yeah it's really fucking hot that's very hot it is very hot you know we're having sex yeah okay yeah (laughs) as i'm looking at you (laughs) yeah because you can see it in my face Uh yeah oh Oh, yeah oh yeah okay just making sure i can hear it in your voice too Yeah, well, that was that was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good MFM. Even though we didn't tag team you. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. When it was my turn, he sat and watched, which that was unusual. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, because normally, yeah. we're all together at the same time, so there isn't usually time to sit and watch. Right. Although sometimes with our first playmate ever, yeah, he, would like he to, loves to watch yeah. you and I together. Yeah. yeah. So he will often stop and call you in mm-hmm. <laughs> and take a break. <laughs> And sit and watch. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah, yeah. He does love that. And that was kind of what we were used to. And Mm -hmm. then that didn't happen for a long time. And then with Louis, it did again, where he sat down and watched. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. And then we went home. Yeah. Then we went home and fucked some more. (laughs) And my recollection was, and now as we're talking about this through, you're talking about how engorged I was. I think this was the time or one of the times where I was still so engorged even after being with him we came home we probably had dinner at some point in time Mm -hmm. but i think that you just even fingered me and i came Mm -hmm. right that's what i thought yeah yeah i had to hydrate again yes you did (laughs) (laughs) that was good Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, that was a that was a great night. That was. And we see him a couple more times. Yeah. Yeah, he'll show up. Yeah, he'll up a show up a more, few more times. Yeah, he'll show up a few more times and a few more stories. Yeah. Got a couple good That was a good going. one. Yeah, that was they were all great with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was he was, I, and I think I described him in episode 28 as just a first rate single yeah. guy. Yeah. You know, very, very considerate and respectful and nice and just a good, smart guy. And you could tell that he was, he understood his role of being a compliment to our relationship. And he loved that role. And the good single guys, that's the perspective that they have. The good single guys that fill the couple's MFM dynamic. Yes. Because there are obviously single guys that when you play with them solo, there is a difference. The reason I'm pointing that out is because there are definitely other single guys that are good, Mm -hmm. but there is something special about a single guy that is a really good MFM compliment. Yeah, it's rare. Do you really think it's rare? I think it is rare. But we've had, do you think we've had really good luck or not good luck? I think we've had very good luck, but I also think that we, since we project that that's what we want is somebody who's going to be a compliment to our relationship. And we vet them well. 99% of them just want to fuck you. And they don't really give a shit about our dynamic and our relationship. Mm-hmm. The really good ones do, but I think they're very rare. Hmm. And there's a subset also that understand that and are able to fake it. Hmm. But at the end of the day, if I weren't there, they'd be happy as hell. <laughs> I, I just, I know that's the case. I think that's true though, honestly, probably for all of them. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it'd be interesting to talk to some single guys and ask them this. But I think that there are some that are like you that have that um, desire and that you also are turned on by watching Mm -hmm. and whether or not. And again, he and I, Louie and I had a good chemistry. All three of us did. And so if you didn't have a good chemistry, he might not have been interested in watching. But Mm -hmm. because we had a good chemistry, maybe he found that hot also, you know, like, but there's some who have that compulsive kind of nature anyways. And I don't know if you can be compulsive with someone who you're not in a relationship with, but I think that's just how he's wired also. But you can also be turned on by the synergy of a great MFM dynamic. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's compersion or not, because I think I agree. I don't think you can be compulsive with somebody that you just met. Compersion to me comes out of love. At least it does for me. And maybe that was part of the chemistry piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think just in the way that we talk and present ourselves mm-hmm. and the way that we talk to the single guys when we meet them, we kind of know that that's yeah, what we want. They or can we pick know, up on it, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. At least the, the good ones. And you do. can pick up on it whether or not they're going to be that way or not. Or they're yeah, exactly. And, they're, I, and they're, they don't care that you're there. Exactly. And there have been some before where I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. I'm thinking of one in particular that was my best friend until until you kissed him and he knew he had you or he thought he did uh-huh. and he ignored me the rest of the night. That was his mistake. Because mm. we got in the car. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> I'm sorry that the Marina kiss is that powerful. <laughs> it just happens. It is. He couldn't help it. He, like Maybe he just... <laughs> Did you ever even give him a second chance? Nope. <laughs> I don't remember who that is. I'll tell you offline. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember his you name. You don't remember his name? Oh, I can he I was can super disc- buddy-buddy with you. Yeah. In other words, he was all like... Which is what you should be right. if you're the single guy wanting to join another couple. But as soon as it became clear to him that I wasn't necessary, uh, I, he jettisoned me. And you know he barely talked to me the rest of the evening. I think I actually do. We never ended up... Oh, we didn't end up hooking up with no. him. No. Yeah, that's No, right. because yeah, we yeah. got in the car. I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, it was very disrespectful and, you know. Yeah, I think I do remember that now. But that's important. So that's... Imp- but see, this is important for folks to listen to. Like, if you're a single guy and you want to get in with couples, that's... 
there's a balance. I think there's a balance between um, you obviously can't just pay all the attention to the man, but you have to be respectful. They got to read the room. Yeah. yeah they, and, that's, they, and it's hard. It, it is hard. hard because I'm a very independent, strong yeah. woman. So it's a catch 22 yeah. because they'll ask you and you'll be like, I don't know, go ask Marina. Like, it's not my job to tell you yes or no. But the second that they disrespect mm-hmm. you by not including you. And that makes it incredibly difficult for them because they have no idea what they're stepping into. Right. And every couple's different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, that's just the way that we operate. You are incredibly independent. And, and a lot of times you make the decisions. But as in this case, if I object, you'll listen to that. Right. I think maybe the way to think about it, and I'm trying to think about it in the sense of if a single guy is listening to this and you're wanting to be with couples, if the husband is there. He's a part of the equation because mm-hmm. there have been times where you have not joined me on a right. date because you were not part of that equation at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, to be aware of that. So even if the hot wife, because I think I set all the dates up and everything with Louie, mm-hmm. the previous one and this one, but you were always a part of the dynamic. You know, yeah. he came with us to dinner and stuff like that the very first time. So, yeah, he was in on, he knew that, but he and I had all the conversation. I don't think you guys ever even messaged at all by that point. In time. No. Yeah. yeah you were out. You. Yeah, I was taking care of all of those details myself, mm-hmm. finding the men I wanted to be with. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Who was next? We never gave him a name. Oh. But this is your first guy in Virginia <gasps> from episode 18. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know that I could come up with a name fast enough for him now. That wouldn't be like the things I want to say would right. like be. Not, yeah. not, it would give a little bit of accidentally telling who he is because it's like part of who he is, but so I don't want to say anything, but yeah, I still talk to him. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I had to go to back to Virginia. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Virginia. I drove up and I had to do some final family stuff and I drove back up and I knew I really felt like this might be the very last time that I'm ever there. I still have some family there, but I felt like this would be the only opportunity. And he was the one. Well, I'd kept in touch with three of the guys, <laughs> three of my hot wife, Virginia lovers. I kept in touch with three of them out of how many did I have? Six or seven? I think six or seven. Yeah. yeah. So I kept in touch with three and yeah, the other two actually will show up in stories later on as well. But yeah, but I kept in touch with him the other two did not live in that part of Virginia. They lived somewhere else and they happened to be where I was at that time. So that's how that all worked out. It was really crazy. But anyway, so I went back and I knew that this would probably be the last time that I would be up there. So we made a play date. We actually tried to have two dates, but he got sick. Mm-hmm. I think he got the flu or something like that. This is pre-COVID people. So nobody even knew what that was yet. <laughs> he got the regular old flu. So we had to cancel our first date. We had one planned at the beginning of when I got there mm-hmm. and then one planned for the end. And so we, we had to skip the first one. That sucked. And then we had our second date and it was really, really hot. Did he send you audio? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he sent me a video and audio. He actually, yeah, he actually sent me just audio going back to what we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do like to have just the audio too. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was really good about that. Yeah. He, he was. See, that's another sign. That's a pro. Would, yeah. Talk about a pro. This guy was so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And so I know we talked, I'm sure we talked about it, but he asked me because he knew you were in Florida. I'm in Virginia. He knew I was staying with my mom because we had messaged all that time before we ever met the very first time. And he asked me, Have you texted your husband mm-hmm. my address? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, I said, you yeah. talked about that. Yeah, I did yeah. talk about. Yeah. yeah. So he was always like that. So he was very aware and very conscientious and just happy to include you mm-hmm. in the way that he could. And yeah. And yeah, so and we, te- we texted 
you know, running up to this date and afterwards. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, yeah, he was very inclusive, which again, that's another, if you're a single guy, that's another really, really respectful thing to do. And I think he asked you what you wanted, mm-hmm. what you wanted. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. They're classy. Oh, it's very classy. Yeah. I pick classy men. You do. Yeah, you do. That's a hint, anybody. <laughs> I do, though. That's mm-hmm. what, I, well, I've talked about it a bajillion times. I don't care how big your dick is. I like men who make me laugh, who make me smile, who are classy, who are witty, who are intelligent, who are smart, savvy, mm-hmm. all of those all things. All those things, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's who I tend to pick. But yeah, so that was a great date. What details do you want to share about what you remember about that date, <laughs> about your video and or audio? You want to? You can talk about it. I'm asking what you remember. (laughs) Well, one of the things that I thought was really interesting was, first of all, he used a really large dildo on you. And you're not a dildo kind of gal. I am not. Yeah, you usually don't go for that. So he used that on you while he was going down on you. And then he also, for a very large man, um, you did anal with him. I did. And I was really impressed. And when I saw the video, I was like, holy shit, that's really impressive because he's big. Yeah. 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 He's not small. Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I have been doing that since our entire relationship. Mm -hmm. But he's got me beat uh, by a long (laughs) and wide margin. (laughs) So. It's one thing for me to do you in the ass, but um, yeah. And it's not something that I do often and I do really enjoy it. And so it's something that I like to save Mm -hmm. for, it's not necessarily even a special occasion. I like it. So I don't want it to become normal. Mm -hmm. And that's probably super fucked up, but that's just me. It's just Marina. Just fucking deal with it. That's how Marina rolls. You know this, you've known this for 30 years, babe. And I think it was definitely the first ever in the lifestyle that I had anal sex with. Yeah, it was. And really- I'm trying to think if there's been anybody else besides the obvious. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can think of two. That there were, or maybe- Three. We'll have to talk about that offline too. We'll talk about that I'll have to remind you. But yeah, yeah, remind me. But- (laughs) I'm not surprised. Also, because I don't let anybody just do that either. Yeah. That's a huge, huge trust thing with me. Yeah. And that is because that, again, because it's not something I do often. I held it's a sacred place. <laughs> it is. So it's, no, I get you. yeah, it is. You have to earn, you have to work really hard to earn your way into my ass. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, that was really, really awesome. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah. And thank you for being respectful of like, are you sure you really were talking about this? Because it isn't something that we talk about often because mm-hmm. it's not something that I do. Yeah. And it's not, it's not an expectation. Right. That anybody should have well, far from it. Right. Yeah. And definitely for me, for sure, for me. But he and I had talked about it. And of course, now we had known each other for quite a while and had stayed in contact. We'd had multiple dates and just it was something that I really wanted to do with him. So he, as you said, had a large dildo that he used on me while he was going down on me and he was fingering my ass. And then he had a butt plug. I don't know if any of this was in the video or not. Mm-mm. No, you told me about it. Yeah, okay. He had a butt plug. They so put that in and took out the dildo and then started fucking me. So that was really hot. And as you mentioned, he was well endowed. So that was something I had never, ever felt before. So I had a butt plug in and is I'm not a big butt plug person either. So he had that in and he's fucking me and he's rubbing my clit and I probably lost consciousness. <laughs> it was so fucking amazing. And then 
we spent a lot of time doing that and I was super wet and I came a lot and then he turned me over and fucked me in the ass and it was amazing. I think he left the dildo in at one point in time too. I think he, we had a couple of rounds Mm -hmm. that particular evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) we had a lot of fun. He was, he was, he's, he's a great guy, but anyway, so, um, Yes. So then he also fucked me. He used the dildo while he was fucking me in the ass also. And that was hot as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was spent. It was, um, we made up for the date that we did. That you have. missed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I was there for many, many hours. And the thing that sucked was that I had planned to spend the night with him. He had asked me to to stay until the morning so i'd had my whole story worked out because again i was my, my mom was well, just around. like the last time yeah. yeah yeah it was very much like the last time yeah. yeah and then i had to go i couldn't stay i got called home so that was a bummer because i was really hoping to be able to spend a night the night with him because that was our final time that yeah. we thought we'd ever see each other but like i said we still keep in contact actually he almost had to come to tampa for a conference and then it got moved or switched or something like that so he had messaged me and he's like holy shit i'm coming to tampa i'm like holy shit this is gonna be awesome and then like two days later damn it <laughs> i'm not coming to tampa i'm like you can still come to tampa it's okay you can still come they allow people it's like you don't have to have a conference you can come anytime and you just come visit He's a busy guy, so he wasn't hasn't been able to make it down here. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday, maybe someday. Anything else about that with him that you remember? Not so much with him. While you were gone, I had a really, really amazing hotel date with Amber. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and we didn't spend the night that night, but we were together for eight or nine hours, which was nice. I left my office a little bit early, met her late afternoon, and then stayed until after midnight. And we just had a really nice time. You know, we met, we fucked, we went out to dinner, we came back, we fucked, we talked, we <laughs> fucked. Um, oh, so a normal night. For yeah, just a yeah, normal night yeah, for just us. A normal night. Yeah. Five, six times. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Five or six rounds. Yeah. She's pretty insatiable, but it was, it was really nice because at that point you and I were seeing her and Steve about her once husband. every six weeks or so. Right. And then I would see her kind of in the interim whenever I could. And so, you know, I was seeing her, I guess, on average, maybe once a month or so, either alone or right. the four of us. So that was really nice. And that was, that was a really nice play session because at this point, I don't know how many times I had been with her, but we were starting to really, really connect even further. We were very, we had a very deep friendship and a loving friendship. I mean, she was my girlfriend. And just when you develop those kinds of deep relationships just the sex gets better and better the more that you you know the the sex just gets better and better so this was a really particularly great evening it wasn't on this trip but at the same time period i was also seeing the woman that we talked about in episode i think 17 that we met at the shipwreck the one that i got in trouble with in the back of (laughs) the car Mm -hmm. but i would see her you know every month or so yeah but it was that was very different because she was just a fuck buddy. I mean, not just. I mean, we were friends, but right. I didn't have the level of relationship with her that I did with Amber. But she was just a ton of fun, and we had a great time together, and we enjoyed fucking each other. That's kind of that's how we're both wired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was definitely different with Amber, and so that was a really nice date that we had. That's nice. Yeah, it? it was great to be able to have that freedom at that period to have both of these women. That you were fully supportive of me seeing on my own, and I appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. And I still have the freedom, and I still appreciate it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 
And the difference is, and you respect the fact that I ask you to respect me by asking me, even though, or letting me know, or talking about it before mm-hmm. you make plans and things like that. And that's, that's our dynamic. Yeah. And so yeah, even though I have, way. well, but it, even though I have the hot wife piece mm-hmm. that I have, you have given me permission to do whatever I want. And then whatever that entails, bring you along, fill you in later, whatever that looks like, plan something out, whatever. And you definitely, you don't have that exact amount of freedom usually it's about the same but i would not be okay if you just upped and went on a date and came home and we're like oh yeah i was on a date i'd be like uh what yeah and i <laughs> it, it wouldn't even occur to me to do that right yeah so it is a little bit of a different yeah thing, oh absolutely and we but talk yeah, about this had, yeah we talk about this all the time that right. you know and that's our dynamic but even just generally for men in the lifestyle it's not equal it's never going to be equal. Your wife is going to get so much more action than you. <laughs> and if you have any expectation to the contrary, you're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. 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 That's usually how it goes. Also, a lot of times now, not as much for me, but women are with women. Mm-hmm. So they tend to connect up and hook up and that's what they want to do mm-hmm. to live out that fantasy in that life. And you poor hubbies just have to sit there and watch. Yeah. Oh, golly. <laughs> it's amazing when that happens. <laughs> Doesn't happen as much for us because generally not my bag, but. But, but when it does, when it does, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. Just, you never know. <laughs> you really honestly never know. No, you really, you, you really never know. And the yeah. last time that happened, which was <laughs> what, about six weeks ago, uh-huh. it just was completely out of the blue. It was. And the four of us were together and we're and, and Phoenix and Crimson and I are <laughs> just watching this go down and we're like, what the fuck's going on? This is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When the chemistry is there, it's there. It doesn't matter for you. It doesn't matter whether it's a man or a woman or anything in between. It's when the chemistry is there, it's there. So we were watching a show the other day on Netflix and what the character said, I don't fall in love with genitals. I fall in love with a person. And I'm like, that's exactly right. Yep. That's exactly how I am. I tend to fall in love more with men, but that is true. Mm -hmm. I have definitely fallen for women. Mm-hmm. or had feelings or been wanting to be more intimate with women yeah or chemistry but yes where there is when yeah. it's there yeah it's 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 been pretty hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's also because think about it it's not something that happens all the time and so when it does light on fire it's fire mm-hmm. it tends to be like very hot yes yeah <laughs> This was an interesting story. So I drove up, so I had to drive back, and it's it's very far to do it in one trip. So I decided to stop. And this time I was stopping in Brunswick, Georgia, mm-hmm. if you recall. Last time I stopped in Savannah. This is further south. I don't know why I didn't stop in Savannah. Maybe I thought I was going to drive all the way through. I don't even remember why I stopped in Brunswick. But I stopped in Brunswick. But I did decide to stay at an Embassy Suites. <laughs> what? <laughs> because have their great happy hour Mm -hmm. (laughs) so this one though i think this is the one i think i was always rolling in though actually no because the one in savannah was the same way i like the happy hour ends quote unquote at seven and i'm like usually flying in at 6 45 and i'm like i'm leaving my bag and i think i did get this one too i'm like i left my bag i'm like i'm just gonna go to the bar and she's like here's your two tickets for your free drinks so i went over to the bar and i didn't even change clothes i literally was wearing like the leggings and my t-shirt that I was driving in and looked like I had been on the road for many, many, many hours. The thing that I remember though about this trip, I think this is either you called me or you texted me or something, but you said, I think you texted me to remind me to take my wedding off. That was this trip. That, yeah. It was. It yeah. was this night. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm, maybe I was saying I'm stopping in Brunswick or whatever. And you're like, don't forget to take your wedding ring off. I remember that now. <laughs> 
so supportive. That's my husband, ladies and gentlemen. Tristan's like, don't you don't want to let them and anybody know that you're married. I had not had good luck with vanilla guys. So I did. I took my wedding ring off and went and sat at the bar. And lo and behold, happened to meet a gentleman at the bar. And it was really nice. It's a that particular NBC Suites, the bar area was really nice and big, and the bar itself was big. So there was a lot of us kind of just sitting at the bar. And this guy was like two seats over, but there was no one in between us. And I would say he was probably maybe late 30s. I don't know. Did I ever tell you? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think late 30s because he was living there for like a year while he was working on a project. So he's living at this embassy suites, which turns out that this particular area, a lot of the folks maybe any embassy suites because they've got all this free food and it's a really good bargain. And so they apparently, I asked them all about this because I'm like, how can you afford to live at an embassy suites? And they give them a special rate. Mm. So these guys that are working at this, these projects and stuff like that, the first limited time, they can't rent an apartment. They have to go back and forth, but so they they'll rent the embassy suites for like a month or whatever it is. At least that's what he explained to me. But yeah, if you think about it, this like, you know, complimentary breakfast and the happy hour and there's food at the happy mm-hmm. hour. So you almost could eat dinner. It's the only thing to do his lunch anyways so we're chatting and nice guy super super nice guy and we were some kind of sports or something on tv and i'm a sports girl so i just usually start talking sports because i enjoy it and it's a great way to start conversation and talk about whose teams or whatever so we started talking and the drinks were flowing and it was very nice we were having an amazing conversation and it got flirty and we were talking a little bit more and i think though i confessed probably earlier on that I was married. Because when you talk to someone, you can tell mm-hmm. if they're married or not, just in your conversation. Could you say things like, we did this, or we lived in Miami, or whatever. And I'm not good at lying, so I don't catch myself on any of those things. So he knew I was married, and so we had the swinger conversation. We talked about what that was, and how our marriage was open, and, and things like that. And he was very interested, and probably felt pretty good about hitting the jackpot. His chances, yeah. Yeah, about his chances. <laughs> his chances were pretty fucking good that he might be able to have sex. So after a few hours, I asked him if he would like to come back to my room. And he said, yes. And I said, yay, we have to go pick up my luggage at the front desk. I still had never made it up to my room. So we we went up to my room and we got undressed and we started making out and we got on the bed and he went down on me first, I think is my recollection. He went down on me first. I came and then... I went down on him and there was trouble. (laughs) So I'm going down on him and he's starting to get hard and then he didn't. And it was bizarre. So I kept going and I could tell he was getting hard again and then he went soft again. It's very challenging for a woman to know what to say. Like, do we say, Mm -hmm. can I do something to help you? Because then the then it's obvious that we know, but we do know. I think we all just need to get on the same page. We can tell when you're not hard. And so for us to say, what can we do to help is not like, oh my God, she knows I'm not hard because we know. So I did say something to him and I said, do you want to switch something up or whatever? And he got upset and he confessed to me that he did have a girlfriend at home and that he couldn't go through with this. And I'm like, in the three hours Mm -hmm. that we sat at the bar, (laughs) you couldn't have brought that up at all. Like, we talked about a lot of stuff. He was better at the not letting Mm -hmm. on that he was in a relationship than I was because I'm the one that, like, blew it and had to tell him everything. I had no idea. Like, he talked about where he lived. He talked about his house. He lived up north and talked about everything. And I had no idea that he had a girlfriend. And so we get upstairs and we're starting to have sex. 
And he had a moment of self-consciousness and decided that he couldn't go through it. And that's fine, mind you. I don't have a problem with that at all. I'm glad. I don't want to be the cause of anything. There's, that is not what this is about. Right, that's, exactly. there's, there's so no reason for me to fuck someone who has not been given that permission. I have no problem with that. So please don't hear me saying, oh my God, I can't believe he wouldn't fuck me anyways. That's not it. The thing is, I would have liked to have known was that this wasn't going to happen. And we could have just been, I, I'm a fun, flirty girl anyways. We could have sat at the bar and been super flirty and he could have gone up to his room and jacked off later. And I could have gone to my room and jacked off later. But no, he didn't tell me. He wasn't honest with me and tried to do it and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And yet, <laughs> there I was. So that was what was frustrating for me. And that's the tough thing with vanillas. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe my job is to ask and say, do you have a girlfriend? But a guy, if they're feeling they're going to get lucky, they don't want to risk not getting lucky, then they may not be honest anyways. And I would hate to put someone in that position, but I would also hate to put them in a position where they're lying because that's not what I want to do. I don't want someone to think that they're going to have this great, amazing sexual experience, which they will, but then they'll be sad about it later because they cheated on someone. Mm -hmm. So that's not the point. That is not what this is about. That's not who I am. And that's not what being in the lifestyle is about for me. So that has been my luck with vanilla guys. And it really is challenging. And I don't know what I could do differently. I don't think that there's anything that you can do differently. I mean, I've been so upfront just, and honest. You, and so you're, I mean, you are yourself whenever you go out to a bar and you are who you are and that's going to attract men period. Yeah. And you're very upfront and honest with them about your situation and the dynamic that you have. Yep. They go in eyes wide open. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So it's kind of on them. Do you remember? I don't think this is anywhere in any recording because this is not nothing happened. Do you remember one time I was coming home here in town and I stopped at the bar that's down the road? I told you I was coming home from a late night at work or something like that. I'm like, look, I'm just going to stop and get a a drink and I'll be home. And of course, you're like, take your wedding ring off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, babe, you should do that and take your wedding ring off. And don't worry about me. Just text me whenever you're doing whatever you're doing. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I literally am just stopping for a drink. So I did. And there was a guy at the bar. So I started talking to him because there were sports on. (laughs) Apparently, I'm recognizing my own MO right now. So, Mm -hmm. hmm, okay. And we started talking and I told him about our particular lifestyle. And he was drunk. He was drunk. He had been there for a long time, but he was very nice and incredibly enthusiastic about my particular lifestyle Mm -hmm. choice. And I was only stopping in for a drink. I think maybe I had two drinks or whatever. I said, look, I got to go home. I had to drive. And even though it's not very far, I'm like, no, I'm going to go. And he said, well, I'll walk you out. And I said, great. So we walked to the parking lot and he said, can we go get a hotel? And I said, we can, but not tonight because you're very drunk and I am not, but I don't want you to wake up and regret Mm -hmm. what you did because I've had these experiences with these men. And I also had a feeling he was not single. I have a feeling he was married. Actually, I think he told me they were separated was the story. Mm -hmm. And so I was so not trusting of this that I, I'm like, I don't even think he's separated. Again, they're in a bar and that's what you're talking about. So I told him, I said, no, um, yes, we can. We can definitely do this. I can do this anytime I want, <laughs> but not tonight. Yeah. We're not going to do this tonight. And I gave him my number and I said, if you wake up tomorrow and you decide that you would like to see me again, text me. I never heard from him. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, he was married or whatever. But this, this has happened now, what, five times? Yeah. That, um, yeah although I, my, my Savannah guy. And I forgot about that guy. Yeah. 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 My Savannah guy, that wasn't the issue. He was just so drunk. He, he was drunk. He yeah. just couldn't get it up. And then he didn't remember my name. <laughs> 
Savannah boy, if you ever hear my voice, it's Marina. Told you you'd forget. <laughs> yeah, I just have not had luck with that. And maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to go in more than, hey, by the way, if you're married, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Because I've never even tried, as I mentioned in the last episode, I've never even tried with vanilla women because it's completely different. I mean, the women are going to want to date me, and, you know, or, or go out for, I have to court them. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have time for that. Right. Well, and you're not looking for a relationship. Right. That's the other thing. Exactly. Too. Yeah. We've talked about that too. Women process things, yeah. especially vanilla women. If they're single, they're looking for something probably. And if they're married, their husband most likely doesn't know. Right. That, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be involved in that. Right. See, same, it's not same, hurting. Yeah. yeah. It's the other side of the same coin. Yeah. It's just, there are so many lifestyle women out there who, can fuck you without whenever they want jump yeah. through all those hoops exactly yeah, yeah. so but now i'm on a quest <laughs> it's like <laughs> well it's kind it? and i have to say it is kind of a fantasy of mine too <laughs> that i would love to you know like be at the grocery store in the produce department and and just hook up with a woman and i don't know where this fantasy goes because <laughs> what in my car no i don't think so <laughs> i don't know but i'm gonna tell a story and i'm not gonna say whose story this is it is not my story but recently one of our lifestyle friends was telling us the story i think she was a target or she was at a target and this guy was kind of following her th- wasn't it target the guy was calling following her through target she do i know the story yeah you were there when she was telling it was i drunk no really yeah all right we'll keep going and okay we'll see if it clicks yeah and so yeah he was following her I'm sure it was a target and he was kind of watching her as she's going through all the aisles and she was making eyes with him and he was making eyes with her and she finally just turned to him and stopped and said are we going to do this or what? I remember this now. Yes, yeah. right? Wasn't it a Target? I think so. Yeah, yeah, they like went into like a doorway or something. I can't remember. Yeah. So how come she gets to fuck the guy in Target? I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> now she puts out the vibe. She totally she does. She puts out the I will yeah. fuck you in Target vibe. I do not. <laughs> I put out the I will talk sports to you at the bar mm-hmm. and then I might fuck you later vibe. And she definitely puts out the I will fuck you in Target vibe. Maybe I need to change my vibe. No, her vibe is I will fuck you anywhere <laughs> regardless. That's true. <laughs> She's an equal opportunity fucker. <laughs> Yeah, in many see, ways but i can't even imagine that i'm i'm too much of a prude to even pay any attention that there would be a dude in target stalking me plus that's creepy as fuck her first instinct is i'm gonna go fuck him he must have been hot i think she did she did really, shape, yeah, yeah. yeah it was really fucking hot yeah all right i'm gonna have to switch it up a little bit mm. <laughs> all right <laughs> we're go to target wearing my skimpy daisy duke shorts and uh <laughs> skimpy t-shirt that works for me yeah yeah. Tight t shirt, uh-huh. skimpy shirt, skimpy shorts. All right, we'll try it. Slut it up, baby. Someday. <laughs> Lately, I only go to Target with my mom, and that is not the opportunity to go and find that. So, yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah. All right. I'll go to a different store altogether. Good. Totally idea. changed my mindset. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my vanilla man story yet again. So, I'll work on it. It will happen. It will happen. It will, it will happen. Yeah. It'll happen. And I'm sure when it does, it'll be fucking socks off, blow your mind, amazing sex. I'm sure it will. Right? (laughs) Good. Put your positive energy into that because that's what I need. That's what I need. I should have have texted you, babe, send me positive energy, (laughs) fuck vibes. Positive fuck vibes. Positive fuck vibes. I'm going for vanilla. (laughs) Need all the help I can get. Spread the word. (laughs) Oh, well. So that's that. And then also at this time, we had also had another board. We started out. <laughs> with a play date with Steve and Amber. <laughs> it started out being a four-way. It started out with four of us. 
And what happened, babe? Well, we were at Embassy Suites Mm -hmm. and it was finally my turn. I think we've all, I think of all four of us, all three of you guys had already done this where everybody had gotten so drunk. So apparently it was my turn to get totally shit-faced, wasted. I did not mean to. The lovely bartender, I asked for Long Island iced tea and they served me a couple of them. Mm -hmm. I was fucked up and I hadn't eaten. Yeah. All day. That was the problem. Or maybe it had like a snack or a, I don't even know what, a couple of hard-boiled eggs or something. Yeah, that was dumb. And it wasn't planned. I didn't mean to. They just went, if you guys know how long I stay, they go down fast and easy. Mm-hmm. And they, they are basically pure alcohol. And I got fucked up. We, the, the four of us went out to dinner. I don't think so I've we, ever been that drunk in I, public. That, well, and that fast, too. Yeah. And that was the other thing. But it happened oh, that's fast. Right. Yeah. And so when the happy hour at Embassy Suites shut down, we went to yeah. go get some dinner. And we got in. We got a booth. And you said, I got to go back out to the car and lie down. And so you did. And you curled up in the back seat of my car. Yep. And to uh, try and stop the world from spinning. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. So you went out and a couple minutes later, I said, all right, I got to go out there and make sure she's like, really make sure she's okay. And you said, no, just, just leave me alone. I'll be fine. Just let me sleep here an hour and I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. I'm going to sleep it right off. (laughs) Yeah. So Amber and Steve and I ate our dinner and I think we ordered you something. Yeah, you did. Something very carby, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) She'll take the potato and the potato (laughs) and then throw in some potato. (laughs) Yeah. And bread. So you you did come back in and we fed you and you ate a little bit, but you didn't want to eat too much because you yeah. didn't want to lose it. Yeah, so, I should have actually. Yeah. In hindsight, I'm always better if I just go ahead and get sick and then get it out of yeah. my system and move on. But I did not on this particular night because we were with Steve and Amber and mm-hmm. I was so looking forward to our play date. Yeah. And it had been maybe a month and a half or two months mm-hmm. since the last one. It would always take us about six weeks to get yeah. on each other's calendars Yeah, the way that our schedules worked. Yeah. And I was really excited because I love that dynamic and you love our four-way dynamic. And so I was, I was really angry. That I got drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Because it kind of torpedoed the night. Now, you know, so we got back to the hotel and basically there was a king bed in the um, bedroom part and then the sleeper. So we just undid the sleeper sofa Mm -hmm. in the living room part and plopped you down in it and you went to sleep. And the three of us went into the king bed and had a three-way. And it was fine, but I was really distracted for a couple of reasons. One, I was, I mean, I genuinely was worried about you because I'd never really seen you that drunk before. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I was also at the same time mad at you Mm -hmm. because you torpedoed the night and this really bizarre soup of emotions that I was feeling there around you. So I just wasn't, I was not having a good time and I'm sure it was evident to them. You know, he and I took turns with her and spit roasted her and did all the stuff that you do in an MFM and it was fun, but it could have been so much better and just the circumstances. So the times before when Steve was the one who was really drunk and you and Amber Mm -hmm. and I had these great FFMs. Um, that had happened a couple of times. It wasn't that way this time. You know, it wasn't like this really amazing three-way sex. It just wasn't. It was okay. So that was very disappointing. Yeah. 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 And even and so like even the next morning, you were still in yeah. rough shape. So we didn't even have our normal morning sex that the four of us typically would have. It just you know wound up being not a great weekend yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Sorry about that. Babe. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't on purpose. Oh, yeah, obviously. I know. Obviously. I know. But yeah, that can be, that can be frustrating. And we had all taken turns of getting that totally shit faced. Yeah, pretty much. I think the time before that you and Amber had got that shit faced when you almost got us kicked out of the hotel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
that hotel, as a matter of fact. That exact one. Yeah. They let us come back. <laughs> yeah. And actually, when we talked about that, I forget what episode that was, maybe uh, 23. But I think I'd said that that was our last time in that particular embassy suites. No, it wasn't. This was the last this time. This was the last time. Yeah. That would, yeah. And yeah, we have not been back to that one since. Right. And actually, that was the last time we ever had a play date with them yeah. as a couple. Yeah, it, it wasn't. wasn't um, it wasn't because of that. No, we had, no, we had they, actually. I think we were going to go away for a weekend mm-hmm. together, and we had we were in the middle of trying to figure out when that was going to be and how we were going to do that, and that was taking a long time to plan because just of everyone's work schedule. Yeah, so, and their I mean, scheduling. Yeah. yeah, and so it was like we were trying to figure it out, and it was going to be two or three months down the road, and so we're like, okay, we'll we'll mark off that weekend, we'll kind of plan it, and so that's what we were in the middle of planning and doing, and we just could never really connect to get back on track. Yeah, and then things with them kind of dissolve yeah yeah and i've seen her uh we'll talk about this in future episodes but you know i spent the night with her several more times and including as recently as last december a couple months ago it's september now so it's been been, a while wow wow how did that happen well you still talk to her yeah oh yeah no she's my friend not my girlfriend anymore but she's still my close friend and dear friend and and so yeah we we do we keep in touch and but um yeah so that was the last time that we saw them as a couple yeah yeah. Not the best going away no. type thing, but it wasn't, we weren't, we didn't think it was going to be the right. last one, but it happens and uh, not something that I obviously planned or ever want to do. Why would you do that when you can only see this particular couple once every six weeks? And he and I had great sex yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. And so that certainly was not it. It was not that piece at all. It was just, I got fucked up and didn't catch it and went overboard and paid the price. And unfortunately it kind of melted everybody else's night well it melted yours i don't know i hope they had a good time i think time. she had a good time yeah, yeah. i bet he probably did too, i'm sure because yeah. he liked to watch and, and yeah. watch with her and stuff like that yeah. so it may have even been better for him because he didn't have to worry about having to please his date well <laughs> and that very well could be yeah, yeah. so it was for you yeah. and it was icky yeah yeah so but that's the way it goes yep. it was sad though sorry that's all right yeah <laughs> Now it's all right. You were still mad. I was mad for a while, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. It does. Yeah. I I don't hold a grudge like you do. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not talk about the backseat of the car with, uh, I don't remember what we called her, lady from the shipwreck. Let's not talk about that because that I apparently am still holding a grudge <laughs> about. There may be a few other things too, but other than that, I don't hold a grudge. Yeah. We never actually came up with a name for her, but. Um, lady from the shipwreck. Lady from the shipwreck. Yeah. yeah or just shipwreck. Shipwreck. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was a busy. It was a very, a very busy, busy time. That was a busy couple of weeks. This yeah. was just in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and along with my trip and my failed vanilla pickup <laughs> yet again. <laughs> and this was really just where we are now starting to kick off. There's like a four or five month period where there's just a ton of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Some of it we have audio for, some of it we don't have audio for, and some of it we have ruined audio that I'm going to see if I can salvage anything mm-hmm. again, like this one. Um, we apologize. We weren't thinking that anybody was ever going to have to hear these, so we never went back and listened to them until like now. Yeah. And when it's not good, we hadn't listened to it, so we had no idea that it, it picks up through the car Bluetooth and you, can't, you just can't hear it with the road noise. Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss as to what we have. Yeah. So... But the last one, we had that whole entire one. That was great because yeah. that was a big, long drive. and That's why that, the last episode was all basically almost all audio because it was really great audio to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good content too. Yes. But this is really fun. So this is where things are going to, the next couple of episodes are going to be, um, I think we, we actually have a couple different things that hadn't happened before are going to. Mm-hmm going to show up and um, <laughs> you're going to meet some new characters. <laughs> 
in the accidental swinger story. Yeah, and this is all leading up to Naughty in New Orleans in yes, 2019. That's right. Yeah, which was its own crazy adventure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some crazy ass oh, shit. Oh, there is some crazy ass shit that yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're just going to leave you with that. There you go. Yes. So that's really it for us today. And like we always said, if you want to find us, uh, find us on our social media channels. You can find us on Instagram at Accidental Swingers. I handle that account. Tristan handles his and he is at Marina's Tristan on Instagram Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, You can find us on Twitter. You now can find us on YouTube. Yes, you can. So we have really quickly, I'll also tell you, we have been on some other podcasts. We've been guesting on quite a few podcasts and it's been fabulous. Been really, really nice. We love appearing on other people's podcasts because they're so intrigued by what we do. And the last one we did with Laura, the only one in the room podcast. She asked, actually, that Tommy did too, such great questions. We talked about Tommy, how on MSCS mm-hmm. Media Podcast, how he really made us think and go back. He wanted to hear about our relationship. But Laura, I, my recollection is she asked great questions about the lifestyle itself and how we did that. And I really enjoyed that interview with her. But we've been on a couple of them. So the YouTube channel has a few of our podcast episodes there, but it has the videos from these other podcasts that we have guested on if they've done video we've added them to our playlist on our youtube channel so you can go there it says uh other podcasts we've been interviewed on or something like that i made a little playlist about it i think there's one two three four five seven maybe about seven Mm -hmm. seven different ones if they are there we are on it i promise there are some that the people name the episode or the graphic doesn't have us on it but if that video is on our channel trust me we're we're in the video the one that we put up from the culture marauders mm. our friends curtis and karina i grabbed our interview with them and you know put it on our channel and at the beginning of that though curtis does a lot of dj music so i think he's playing a song i think it's a i don't even know if that's a regular intro or not but we do show up the episode is about us yeah, it's like four minutes in though. but yeah, yeah yeah so just bear with it or enjoy his mixing he's he's a really cool dj he, yeah, he an plays awesome, around town that's an the- awesome police song too yeah oh is it yeah from I- ghost in the machine oh yeah. <laughs> I fast forwarded through it. Sorry, <laughs> Curtis, if you're going to listen. I'm like, yeah, where are we though? I have to make sure we're even on here, but we show up. Yeah. After he's done doing his DJ stuff. Yeah. But yeah. And that's a really good interview. It, yeah. They did it. Yeah. They asked some really good questions. And then also Christine's FLR podcast. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Now there isn't video for that. Or if there is. I, no, we put that on the YouTube though, didn't we? I don't think so. Okay. I'll have to find out. I'll have to find. Yes. I listened to it on the audio version and it's very, very good. Yes. They had some technical difficulties and so, but they were able to edit it and put together. Right. I'll I'll have to ask them if if we can put it on YouTube. So Christine's FLR podcast, she is a cuckoldress. And so she has a podcast that talks about her and her husband's dynamic, which is a cuckold dynamic. So she controls his sex life. And I don't know. I haven't listened to hers, but I suspect that he's probably caged. I don't know. But if you guys are ever interested in learning about that, she's a good resource. Venus Cuckoldress is another good Mm. one. And who's the other one on Dating Kinky that we... Anya. Oh, Anya. Yeah. Sexual Alchemy. Yeah. She's a cuckoldress too. yeah. 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 So it's a very interesting dynamic and I'm fascinated by this. So I I love talking to these women who have these relationships. So I had met Christine through somebody else and she asked us if we would come on her podcast. And I said, sure, no problem. Actually, they're not non-monogamous. 
they are monogamous, but they have this different, this alternative love and lifestyle. They hang out with people who are, and she was very curious about all the same things Mm -hmm. that everybody else, like, how do you do this? What, how, don't you get jealous? Don't you, you know, feel this? Don't you do that? How do other people feel? What happens? You know, it was wonderful to talk to her where she is usually the one that's getting those questions because people, they don't under, they don't get thing at all. Yeah. Because it's, society can make it feel like it's a really emasculating thing for men to want to be this way or who have the desire to to live this type of lifestyle. So it's fascinating. It's interesting to, to hear about. But anyway, so she had us on her podcast and there were some issues with the audio. He was able to salvage it, but it is a little bit choppy just because the way that he had to fix the audio mm-hmm. so that they took out these pieces of stuff that were all messed up or something. So um, it's, a, yeah, it's a really excellent interview. Cool. Yeah. 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 So I'll have to ask them about putting that one up there too. But you can find it on any of the podcast platforms. It's called Christine's FLR. I believe so. Podcast. Yes. I think. Yeah. yeah. If not, yeah, just look it up. And it's actually K R Y S T I N E. So uh, yeah. So check that out too. And then check out her other podcasts if you are interested in learning more about that and learning about cuckold and stuff and things like that. So yeah, so you can find us on the YouTube channel. That all came from talking about YouTube channel and Twitter and anything else. Our normal places. All the normal Email places. Email us. Yep. Check out our website. Ooh, if you haven't, if you didn't know our website, we totally redid our website. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. It's really cool. It's looking really good. Anything, our travel calendar is on there. Anything that's going that we know for sure that we're going to will show up on the travel calendar. So you can always find that out. If you're like, oh, I wonder where they're going to be. If they're going to be at Caliente. If we know we're going, that will be on the calendar. I think I put the Halloween date on there because we are going back to Caliente for the Halloween bash. Yes. We have never been. Yeah. We've never been. We've never to... done the Halloween bash, which is their biggest party of the year. Yeah. And yeah. So- and every year, and I, you know, COVID was a different animal altogether, but um, the, in 2018 and 2019, I said to Marina, I think we're going to have to have our swinger cards revoked for not going to uh, any <laughs> Halloween swinger parties. So this is going to be our first. Yes. I think it's called the horns of hell party. If oh. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can't wait. Yes. And one of, of our fun. favorite bands, no, filter no filters going to be there. Yeah. We love them, but we suck at Halloween costumes. Oh, we totally suck at we Halloween totally, costumes. So we have to fucking come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we suck at it. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to the sexy toy store and buying a nurse's outfit. We need to come up with something clever. I don't know what that is, but, and I'm going to put you in charge of it right now. Oh, I'm not <laughs> so sure that's a good idea. Oh, please. Can hmm. you do it? I saw in the Podbash chat group, I think yesterday or the day before, that somebody posted a picture that they were already starting on their Halloween costumes. <gasps> And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, because they're really <laughs> industrious and they're creative, apparently, and um, beat the shit out of us <sighs> because that's impressive. And so apparently they actually make Halloween costumes and are very creative Dang. about it. And so, well, Crimson and Phoenix are good at that kind of stuff. We've seen pictures. Mm-hmm. They used to do stuff like that. Maybe we'll have to maybe. put them in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Cause putting me in charge of Halloween costumes is probably not a good idea because I would just wind up at the costume store <laughs> buying something off the rack. No, you wouldn't. You know what you would you wear? Know what? I, yeah. I would. What, tell me, what do you think you would wear? There are two things I'm thinking out specifically <laughs> that if you, if we were like, look, we have to go right now or actually even, okay, this Halloween and you haven't done shit for it. What are you going to wear? The, okay. So I have <laughs> a dual purpose cape that yep. can be used as either a, a vampire cape or a pirate cloak right 
Okay, that's the one thing. What is the other thing that for every other Halloween you've been when you haven't had your dual purpose cloak? A lawyer? (laughs) Uh, No, honey, that's just wearing a shirt and pants. (laughs) So I don't think you can get away with that. No. What do you have in mind? You don't remember? What did you have in mind? Well, since the last 22 years, the thing that you always used to grab out of your closet was the scrubs that you wore. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Since when, when our, our first kid was born. son was born, you kept those scrubs. Yeah, and so then my costume becomes um, a uh, emergency room orderly or <laughs> nurse. or Yeah, but here's the thing. That's all you do. You don't even have a stethoscope. Oh, you yeah, don't exactly. Have tongue depressor. Nope, nope, you don't nope. have anything. You just show up in scrubs and go, yep. Lame as shit. Hand me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, at least you put an effort into it, but they, yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. So, yep. So this year, no scrubs. Dr. Law. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No scrubs. So there's the task. Yeah. Creative so Halloween yes. costumes. And then report back to the people. Exactly. You're going to have to report back well, to all now we know of it's our adoring have, fans. It's going to have to go on Instagram. and That's right. And the people that show up at Caliente will get to see us in person if mm-hmm. you want to go. By the way, I actually got a, an email today. If you guys are ever interested, there's two things I want to tell you about Caliente. If you go to their website and you sign up for their emails, their emails are not like constant. It's just a big, huge list of whatever their parties are. So what's really cool about that is they'll usually go about two months in advance. So if you're thinking of coming, maybe you don't live in this area, but you want to see what they've got going on, they'll send you an email with that. I think it's also on their website, but get on their mailing list because when they do specials, they are doing a special right now. This is the second wave of the special. So they've already had their Halloween tickets are on sale. They were at a reduced price. They're now in a reduced price if you buy it with a New Year's Eve ticket, you get a special ticket and that's their second biggest mm-hmm. party of the year so you can get on their website i mean on their email list and they will send you those things and tell you when they have deals and things coming up so get on that list absolutely so they those folks will all see our kick-ass halloween our costumes. kick-ass halloween costumes that i am now going to and i don't want to have to buy anything either uh, yeah i know we have so much shit that we buy for all the other things, like all the stuff that we took to New Orleans and never wore. Maybe we could <laughs> make something out of those because we were so busy. We were like, oh, we were so exhausted. We didn't want to have to dress up. We're like, yeah, I'm just going to wear our regular stuff. <laughs> all right. I don't know. We'll see. But I know keep my it, task now. Uh, yep. Keep, in, keep tuned in, people. We'll, fa- we'll, uh, we'll let you know. We'll let you know what we end up going to. Halloween at Caliente should be fucking fun as shit. I can't wait. Yeah. And they're going to be doing the Halloween stuff at Pod at Podbash because it's in their Hallow Swing. Mm-hmm. I think they do their entire month of October's Hallow Swing. Yeah, I don't know about that, but oh, okay, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, you never like knowing. to ever say anything. That's true. Check out their website, I guess, as well. But last year when we went mm-hmm. at this exact same time, they had their all their Halloween stuff up and their Hallow their month of Hallow Swing. So I'm suspecting that probably were, yes. But you can also check Secrets website to see what they're doing on the weekend of the 13th to the 16th. That is what their party themes are. Yes. They will tell you what that is. So there you go. There you so go. that's it for us, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks right? for joining. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think Okay, no. you looked at me like you had something else to add. No, I think we're good. I think so. All right. Awesome. So we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Bye. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. 
You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.